Welcome back to the Inside Podcast. I don't know why. <laughs> don't know why I suddenly like I was taking a don't there. <laughs> but anyways, I'm John, aka the Beamer Boy. Shout out, little peep. I went through like a like a heavy little peep phase. Was that was that last year? Yeah, I think that was last year. Early last year, late 2019, early 2020. Went through like a heavy little peep phase because I was like depressed little kid. Yeah, but it was but it was all good because little, little peep. Honestly, he's, he's pretty fire. My respect, to little peep. It's sad to see him go, especially the way he did. But uh, his music was definitely hot. That song, that was, that was the first song I ever heard by him that got me onto him. I actually had a friend in Florida from rehab. He was like a heavy little peep fan. And he got uh, he got a little peep tattoo. We both got tattoos together one time. He got a little peep tattoo. Uh, I'm not that committed. <laughs> not that committed to little peep, but uh, we'll say he was he's definitely pretty good. Uh, but anyways, it's uh, it's Saturday. Nope, it's Sunday. Sunday, January 10th. I have to correct myself from yesterday because yesterday I said that uh, I got the day of the week right. Finally, I said it was Saturday. I said it was January 8th, not January 9th. Uh, I don't know what my beef is with calendars and why I just won't look at a calendar before I record my episodes to say the right date. But yes, I corrected myself. There you go. Uh, I doubt that, that ruined your day, but <laughs> it definitely ruined my day. So yeah, but we're continuing with uh, the story time weekends. So I got another story for you today. This one, this one, <laughs> this, this one's a doozy. I, I, this is probably one of my, uh, my favorite stories to tell people. Uh, Cause it's like, it's by far one of the wildest stories that I, that I have, well, before my McDonald's days, because McDonald's stories are just nuts, but, uh, but this one, this, this one is crazy, and you can tell by the title, that is, that is gonna be a crazy one, uh, it was from 2016, Halloween of 2016, my first Halloween in college, uh, so, so, so let me set the, set the scene for you, set the stage for you, if you will, uh, so Halloween, uh, that year was on a Monday, and so me and my friends had decided that, uh, we we're gonna do a Halloween party saga. That's what we're gonna call it, the Halloween party saga. And that was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Halloween Monday. We were gonna party every single night. We we're just gonna go out, go wild, four nights straight of debauchery and foolishness. Uh, so, so like my f- core friend group at the time consisted of like uh, two two guys that lived in my hall. Uh, we'll call them call them Nick and Mac, uh, and they were actually roommates. So that worked out pretty well. Uh, and then I had like a like the outskirts of my core friend group, I guess, of like three other people up in our hall as well. Uh, Cause like they were more than acquaintances, but like they weren't actually like close friends at this time. Uh, but like they would kind of go out with us whenever we went out and party or whatever. Mostly to just like make sure we didn't get ourselves killed because uh, me and my two other friends, we, we like to party hard. <laughs> we, we definitely like to party hard. Uh, yeah, but on this fate, fateful weekend, uh, Mac was having a, a friend from home he was coming to visit for the weekend. He was going to, like, party with us and whatnot. And, like, I didn't really know this dude at all, obviously. I think it was called Cole. And, uh, but, like, me and Cole, we actually, like, bonded really quickly and became, like, we became friends pretty quickly that weekend. Uh, and so on Friday night, we went out to a band party. And, like, like band parties, like, you don't expect, like, band people to be, like, crazy parties or whatever. Like, you think of, like, band people, like, marching band people. Sometimes, mostly, you kind of just think of, like, a bunch of nerdy people, but that could not be further from the truth. I mean, of course, there are like you know, like those like super nerds or whatever in band, but then like, but like they throw like some wild parties, like they go in, like they go crazy. <laughs> and so, we went out to that party Friday night, had a wild time, had a blast, whatever, got wasted, had fun. Uh, and then Saturday, 
Saturday, we went to uh, this rave, and uh, it was on Greek Row. It's like Greek Row at Georgia Southern was like this street where had all most of like the frat houses and sorority houses on there. And uh, so like, we go down there, and uh, they actually didn't even let us in. So like, they let the females in our group in because they have this whole like this really strict like dick to hell ratio that like all these frats like when they keep balance they want to have like perhaps like three girls to every guy it's pretty stupid or whatever so they didn't let us in uh but we snuck around to the side like this this tarp up like wrapping around their backyard where the rave was going on and we just like got a stick and like cut a hole in the tarp <laughs> and we snuck in and uh no one saw us and we got in there and no one thought it was weird that we were just in there and we had a wild time that rave was crazy 10 out of 10 we rave again at that frat house. Uh, so then Sunday night, we actually didn't go out to a party that night because uh, we had an indoor soccer game. It's uh, so like our hall, we had like a, and we made an intramural team, indoor, indoor intramural team, I can I say? Yeah, uh, we had an indoor intramural soccer team with like our hall. And so uh, we had to do that. But of course, we weren't going to take a break from our partying ways. And it's so like that morning, we got like a bowl of gummy bears we filled it up with the, with the vodka, let it sit in the refrigerator for the entire day. And so like an hour or two before the game, we pulled them out. And like the gummy bears like almost triple in size because they had absorbed all the vodka. And we were just like popping these gummy bears <laughs> before the game. And by the time we got to the game, like we weren't like like drunk, trash drunk. But like we were definitely past a, a functional point. And uh, it was actually kind of funny because like, so like our team sucked honestly we sucked like at this point we had not won a game we hadn't even scored a goal yet like, we were getting blown out by teams and uh but this game i think it's just because you know three of us were pretty intoxicated <laughs> that we were just kind of like letting loose and having fun we actually scored three goals that game and those are the only three goals that we scored in the entire season we didn't win the game though it sucked but and we didn't win a single game the entire season but those three goals we scored that that day uh they were fun they were crazy it was funny because like nick was our goalkeeper and it was so funny trying to see him like save a goal when his reaction time was so slow and poor and he couldn't even pass the ball it was it was a mess but we had fun doing it and then we land on monday actual halloween day and uh, so that morning, we went out to get breakfast. We went to a dining hall to get breakfast. It was me, Nick, Mac, and Cole. And uh, at this point, we were all pretty much partied out. Like, like I'm pretty sure at this point, my liver was the color of my skin. Like, I was not feeling it anymore. I didn't really want to go out anymore. Uh, like, Mac and Nick, they didn't want to go out anymore. We are like, yeah, we're, we can probably just, like, call it a wrap. Do a Halloween party, chillery. Like, we need to recover. But uh, leave it to Cole, the one person who doesn't even go to school here, to be like, nah, we have to go out tonight. We have to do the four nights or whatever. But we weren't really feeling it, so no one wanted to go out with him. Uh, but he was like, I don't care if you guys go out or not, I'm going out. And uh, even though that was Mac's friend, Mac couldn't go out with him that night because his girlfriend was coming out to visit. And he was, was going to stay with her, and Nick wasn't going to go out with him. So I was like, all right, I'll go out with you or whatever. But like, I'm not drinking, none of that stuff. I'm going to be the sober friend tonight and just, like, make sure you don't get in trouble or do anything stupid. And so we link up around, like, 9, 10 p.m. And uh, he had, like, this water bottle full of, like, liquor or whatever. He's like, hey, you want something? I was like, no, bro. I'm like, I am the sober friend. That's all you. You got it. So he kept it on him, put it in his jacket. And uh, we start walking down to Greek Row. And uh, on the way down there, just walking, and there were these uh, these three girls were walking away from Greek Row, these three Asian girls. 
and like, I could tell from a distance that they were already like pretty drunk. They they were probably coming from that party, and so uh, as they're walking by us, they started like talking to us or whatever. And uh, Cole was just, he was all over it. He was having fun with it, and I was like, dude. We should keep going. We probably shouldn't like associate with them or whatever because they're pretty intoxicated, and you don't want to like, you know, you don't want to do anything. Like when a female is intoxicated and you are not intoxicated, or even just a little bit intoxicated, just in general, a female is intoxicated, you just don't want, you, you just don't want that trouble because like if you something ends up happening, y'all end up doing something. So the next morning she's like, oh, I didn't want to do that. Boom! Now you got a rape charge. You got a case. I'm not dealing with that. I didn't want him to deal with that. So I was like, dude, we should keep it pushing. And uh, they were asked, they asked like, where we were going. We told them that like, we're going down to Greek Road to this one house. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's where we were at. Like, we can we can go with you because we have to go with you anyway because you need females to go in. And I was like, that's a bad idea. Like, I don't, maybe we should just like not go out in general. We should just go back to the dorm. But nope, Cole wanted to go out. So he's like, yeah, it's a great idea. Y'all tag along with us. And, uh, like, like, I knew this wasn't going to end well. Like, I knew Cole was already, like, he was failing them and whatnot. Because, like, you know, it's Halloween. And so, you know, like, females on Halloween, like, it's like two of them were supposed to be some type of cat. I don't fucking know. It's like when a, when a girl is just like a cat on Halloween, essentially, she's just in, like, lingerie and has cat ears on. And it's like, how the fuck is that even a cat? <laughs> but, yeah, two of them were supposed to be a cat. One of them was, like, a witch, which was essentially just lingerie and a witch hat. But, like... I swear, she put a curse on me that day, and I'll explain it later. Uh, but, but so we continue walking down the Greek road. Now we have these three drunk Asian girls walking with us, and uh, I, don't, I don't think we ever got their names. At least I don't remember any of their names. I remember I tell a story, I always just say the drunk Asian girls. <laughs> so we these three drunk Asian girls are walking down to the party, and uh, we get uh, to the frat house or whatever, and there's these three dudes hanging out up front. And they're dressed as male strippers. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, but they're like, hey, man, like, you mind if we go in with you because we can't go in because we didn't bring any females with us and whatnot. And I was like, I mean, fuck, I don't care. Like, if, if they go in with us, that'd be great because then I don't have to entertain these drunk individuals, <laughs> these three drunk Asian chicks. They can do that for me and I can just hang out, chill, and make sure everything's okay. And so uh, we go in, get into the party, and we're hanging out in the back. And, uh, like, everyone's drinking, having a good time. I'm not having a great time. Because, like, like being the sober friend at, like, a party when everyone's, like, drinking low-key just kind of sucks. Not because you're not drinking. It's just because, like, everyone just gets so fucking stupid. And it's so annoying. And, like, nowadays I'm older, I always tend to be, like, the sober friend, like, making sure everyone else is okay. So, like, I guess, like, now I'm used to it. Doesn't mean I enjoy it. I definitely didn't enjoy it back then. Uh, so, we're all just hanging out. And we're now in like a big group. It's like me, Cole, the three drunk Asian girls, and the three male strippers. And they're all just hanging out. And uh, I was talking to a, a friend from one of my classes. She was there, and she had came up, started talking to me. And uh, Cole tasked me on the shoulder, and he's like, hey, I'm taking this girl like out back. We're going like, back to the woods. And I was like, okay, bro, that's a terrible idea. First of all, really, bro, the woods? Like, it's fucking disgusting. Like, that's it, unsanitary. Two... She's very intoxicated. Like, that's that's a bad idea, man. Like, she's clearly not sober enough to give consent here. So, like, that's... You, you are setting yourself up to go to jail, essentially. So, he says, yeah, you're right or whatever. I'm not going to do it. And I turn back around and start talking to my friend again. Turn back around. He and the witch are off going to the woods. And I'm like, that's... This is bad news. I have a really bad feeling about this. And so, like, 
about five minutes later, like, I'm still waiting, and uh, Cole just comes running out of the woods, and he comes up to me, he's like, John, we gotta go, and I'm like, yes, finally, we get to leave, that's great, but I look around, I was like, where, where's the witch at, like, where's the, where's the Asian girl at, and he's like, don't worry about it, we gotta go, and I was like, no, we are not going anywhere until you tell me where that girl is at, and he's like, it's fine, I'll tell you on the way back, I said, no, we are not leaving this party until you tell me where she is at. So he tells me, he's like, okay, so we were out there. We were out in the woods where we were messing around. And she had tripped over a tree root and she had hit her head against the tree. And I was like, okay, is, is she fine? And he's like, I don't know. She kind of like ragdolled. Okay, so you see, like, when you're like really, really drunk, any blunt head trauma is pretty dangerous and can easily kill you. And so I'm like, so you're telling me that this girl is dead and you left her body in the fucking woods. Like, are you kidding me? So, so I tell him like, okay, you can take me to where she's at. And so uh, we start walking back through the woods, got our flashlights out and whatnot. And like on the way back, I'm trying to like think of a plan. Like, what am I about to do? <laughs> what am I about to do with this girl's body? Like, I got to figure something out. And so my Final plan that I settled on by the time we get there is like, okay, if we can just get her to a car or whatever, we can take her to the hospital and maybe like they can do something, save her. Maybe, maybe she's not dead, you know, maybe, maybe she's just unconscious. Uh, as we get there and, uh, shine my light over her body and I was like, oh my fucking Christ, this bitch is dead as fuck. Like, <laughs> like it was, it was, it was not a pretty sight. And of course, like in hindsight, I should have checked for a pulse or whatever, but, like, you gotta, like, put yourself in my shoes in the moment, right? I, I just, like, you just happen, you're looking at a dead body, essentially, it looks, like, it looks like a dead body, like, you're not thinking about the medical steps to make sure they're alive or not. Uh, so, I, so, I come up with a plan, I'm like, okay, put sunglasses on her, we, so I take her, uh, his sunglasses, put them on her, and uh, he had a do-rag on, because he's supposed to be Eminem for Halloween or whatever. We take the do-rag, and I wrap it around her head, uh, to put pressure where, where her head was bleeding at and uh, kind of lift her up and try to make it look like she was just like super drunk and kind of just like drag her <laughs> through the party uh so i put her arm over my shoulder one arm over his shoulder just try to like like what was that movie called it was like night at bernie's or party of boys something like that it was just like that I had the sunglasses do rag on and we can take her to the party and um I get back to like the where the male strippers are because like i wasn't putting a freaking dead body in my car so i was like hey do one of y'all have a car that we can use? And they're like, yeah, I have one. I was like, great. So, crazy story. Uh, but we gotta take this girl to the hospital because she might be a little, a little drunk slash dead. So we had to carry this girl's body like a quarter mile up the street back to where the dorms were, so we can get to this dude's car. And uh, of course, we had the two other Asian girls just tagging along behind us. They were way too drunk to even know what's going on, so they're just hooping and hollering and stuff. And uh, so we get to the parking lot, get to the dude's car. I like uh, I tell the, the two other Asian girls, I'm like, hey, y'all just sit on the curb, chill out for a little bit, and I'll I'll get back with you in a second. And uh, so we pop open the back seat, and we're kind of like finagle, <laughs> trying to finagle her body into the back seat or whatever. And like I'm messing with her legs, we're trying to get them in there. And like I peek up over the roof of the car, and I see a police cruiser just doing his rounds around the parking lot. And I immediately, I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to jail. So I just like toss your legs in there, close the door. And I told, I told Cole to close the door too. 
and then the police cruiser comes by and like they stop and i was like i'm so fucked like i don't know what i'm supposed to do about this and there's two police officers in the car and they uh, pulled the window down like hey like what are y'all doing and i was like hey officer uh, nothing just chilling hanging out on hopefully <laughs> and he's like okay but of course leave it to the two drunk as hell asian girls sitting on the curb and they're like oh we're partying and we're having fun and we're drinking and i'm like oh you gotta be fucking like this night could not get any more unlucky and unfortunate for me so the cops get out of their their uh their vehicle and whatnot and they come up to us whatever and like so everyone there was intoxicated except for me and uh, so one of the cops like he he comes up to me because they're asking for everyone's id and he looks at me and he's like you seem pretty sober i'm like yeah I have not had a lick of alcohol to drink at all. Like, you can breathalyze me, field test me. Like, you'll see, like, I'm sober. And he's like, all right. So he pulled me aside, and uh, he's talking to me. He's like, okay, so what's going on here? And I'm like, honestly, officer, I don't know none of these people. Like, I'm be dead. But you, like, only person I know is that dude right there. His name's Cole. Like, he's my friend. Everybody else, I don't know their names. Like, I don't know any of these people. Uh, and so... Yeah, he calls Cole over there. So now me and Cole are together. And like everybody else is over what he's doing with the other cop. And uh, he's talking to Cole. Like, hey, have you had anything to drink tonight? And he's like, no, I haven't had anything to drink. He gives him a little pat down. And he feels the water bottle in his jacket. Pulls it out. And, of course, it's filled with freaking alcohol. And so he puts him in handcuffs. And at this point, Cole is, like, bawling his eyes out. He's like, John, please help me. Like, I don't want to go to jail. And I'm like, hey, bro, like... <laughs> You said a luck, bro. Like, I don't know what to do for you. <laughs> and at that point, the other officer goes to search the car and he sees the girl's body in the back seat. And uh, so he calls the other officer over there. They they see it. And uh, the officer comes back to me. He's like, yo, like, who is that girl? And I was like, I have no clue, honestly. But, like, I'm going to keep it above with you, bro. Like, I'm just trying to get her to the hospital because, like, I don't know if he's alive or not. And, uh, like, I, that's all I'm trying to do, honestly. Like, I swear, that's all I'm trying to do here. Uh, and, thankfully, he believes me because, like, I'm the sober one here. And, uh, so, like, they call an ambulance uh, to come get her. And at this point, I'm trying to, like, barter with the cop. I was like, hey, man. So, see, Colt, he doesn't even go to school here. So, like, I promise you, if you just let him go tonight, like, I swear, he'll you'll never see him again on campus. Like, he'll never be back on, like, just please... Just let him go, because I got to bring him back to the dorm with me. I cannot let him go to jail tonight. And uh, he, he tells me, like, because I was trying to help that girl out or whatever, and he, he tells me, like, I'm a, he can see that I'm a caring person or whatever. He, he lets him go, and he's like, yeah, like, if you if I ever see you on campus again, like, I'm going to arrest you. You shouldn't even be here. And so uh, he lets, lets us go or whatever. We leave, go back to the dorms or whatever. I don't even know what happened to everybody else <laughs> that was there. Probably got arrested for underage drinking. I don't know. I don't care. It's none of my business. Uh, but but needless to say, that was the last day that I ever associated with Cole at all. Because uh, one, like, the fact that he was still going to, you know, just go out, take that girl out back to the woods and do whatever with her, despite the fact that she was way too drunk to even give consent. I was like, yeah, like... I can't fuck with that, bro. Like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't vibe with that. And two, like, this dude literally almost got me taken to jail because I was trying to save his stupid ass. Like, <laughs> I cannot have that type of smoke in my life. And actually, so the next day, like the next morning, I uh, I went over to like, the campus police station and I found the cop that uh, that was like messing with us or whatever. And I asked him, like, 
if the girl ended up being okay. And it turns out, thankfully, she was just like knocked unconscious and she ended up being okay and she survived or whatever. But the reason why I say that uh, she put a curse on me because she was the witch or whatever is ever since then, every Halloween that I've had has never gone well since then. Like 2017, 2018, 2019, even 2020 Halloween has not gone well. Like something has happened, something bad has happened. But anyways, that's my story. That's how not to hide a dead body. Uh, but if you liked, <laughs> it's so weird how to end that episode. But if you liked this episode and you want to hear more, there are uh, 10, 9 other episodes you can listen to. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about the story, you can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Guy Without a Hat. And yeah, I think that's it. That's it. We'll be back on the Duncan Saga tomorrow with chapter four. And I will see you then. Have a good one.